All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. That's the sound of another sale on Shopify. In store, Shopify POS is everything you need to sell in person. From payments to inventory, Shopify unites your sales into one commerce platform. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash retail 23. Shopify.com slash retail 23. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Pause of Friday. Welcome back to The Gregor Show, Sports 1440, coming to you live from the E-Well studio, E-W-E-L dot C-A, your one-stop shop for all your electrical needs. And not only anything electrical, they'll also, hey, you got a project that you need, make sure that it's going to look great. Oh, they can help you out there too, E-W-E-L dot C-A. I'm Jason Gregor alongside uh, Connor Halley. Remind you, Oilers, two o'clock start tomorrow and it's almost a pick 'em at playalberta.ca between the uh, Oilers and Tampa Bay so uh the Oilers you know what uh, despite their record uh, they're still getting a lot of respect they're uh it's pretty much even money whether you're picking Tampa or Edmonton in that game tomorrow so the uh, over under is 7 hmm <laughs> as a guy who likes see I never like bidding the under probably should though but I never do uh, we welcome into the uh, program uh, Wanye Gretz from uh, OilersNation.com. Joins us uh, fresh off uh, a purchase that only Wanye Gretz would make. What on earth uh, do you mean? Uh, yeah, but There's not many people I would, A, that would be just randomly searching the internet. Uh, you're like a web guy who obviously is on the internet a lot. And uh, you come up and you find a 1984 85 Oilers Stanley Cup ring. Now, not one of the players' rings, but uh, like a, an employee lady who was in who was part of it, and you end up purchasing it. Okay, so first of all, it was sent to me by a nation citizen. Oh, okay. So I'm on Instagram. So you OilersNation.com. No, not oh, at all. Oh, okay. And he said, "Hey, boys, look what just came up for sale on eBay." 
Andrew Smith is his name. Smith spelled like Ryan Smith, I might add. Okay. And he said, Wanya, you should buy this cup ring. And like long time caller, first time listener, I would love to own a cup ring. Are you kidding me? This would be a phenomenal thing to own. So I look at this listing and it says right on it, not a player ring given to somebody in the organization, 1984, 85. Mm-hmm. That's still a cup ring. Well, theoretically, yes. Uh, Henrik Lundqvist doesn't have a cup ring. I have a cup ring. Now, granted, it's made for a woman in 1985, but I have a cup ring. <laughs> Jerome McGinley doesn't have a cup ring. I have a cup ring. Well, he has an Olympic. I has a medal, I guess. I'm not claiming to be an Olympian. Yeah. I'm claiming to be a Stanley Cup champion. Yes. And so this so arrived. So now what will you do with said ring? Well, it's a magic amulet, first of all. So, everyone, you're welcome. I've introduced the new cup era because you use it as bait for a new cup ring. Oh. You get you, an old you cup Paul ring. Coffee. Well, Paul Coffey's got the big daddy from that year. Yeah, he's wearing it on his finger on the bench. I'm like him, but one level down, but above normal people. Because I'm a cup champion. And everybody needs to remember that going forward when they talk yeah. to me. Oh, is that what you want me to introduce now, Ash? Stanley Cup champion, 1984-85. Uh, well, owner of a Stanley Cup champion. That's ring. semantics. Yeah, like, yeah. That's semantics. But I would, you yeah, know, it's true. I have it in my better. possession. Yeah. Well, possessions, what is that, nine-tenths of the law? So it was only up for sale for like 90 minutes total between this person putting it up for sale, this guy messaging us, because he messages again and goes, oh, it's already sold. And I'm like, yeah, to us. And then I sent him a screenshot. He's like, this is the greatest website in the history of the internet. You guys are crazy. And I'm like, so it's an amulet. It's good luck. So if it's game seven or we need maximum luck, best believe I will bring the cup ring to the event or to the game. Like, are you going to purchase something you can carry it around I'm in? going to get, a, like, a museum-grade display for the office that mounts to the floor so people can come and look at it. You know, like it a religious... mounts to the floor? It can't be stolen. Oh. This right. is a valuable thing, like the Pope's teeth. What if I want to come in and, like... So what, what's, the, what's the mount made of? Like, when you go to a museum... Can I saw it? No, it's going to be oh. Lucite, Superman-grade. Lucite. Ooh. Oh, yeah. You oh. know, if you've been to, like, the British Museum and they have, like, something real valuable there, it's in a display case <laughs> that you could drive into with a Buick. Yeah. You're not going to get into it. That's what we need for this ring. Uh-huh. Think of how close we are to a cup ring. How many new people have received Euler Stanley Cup rings since 1990? Not many. Well, zero. Well, no, there might be some people selling or whatever. Somebody, oh. right when Mr. Cates bought the team, remember all five rings sold to somebody anonymously, but it wasn't him? Oh, that's right. Remember? So they do yes. change hands occasionally. That's sure. why it's so rare to see one for sale. Mm-hmm. Now, it's made for a lady, and I can't fit it on any of my fingers, but you can't have it all, Gregor. Where would you put it? Uh, now, do you, do you let your son wear it around until his hands are too big? Well, I would, let, I would certainly let him think about it. But I don't know that he can be trusted with this kind of responsibility. It's like Gollum in Lord of the Rings. What if it's, what if the power starts to like well, take over? It's funny that you mention that because that's exactly what I was thinking about. I could see you hoarding this ring yes. with, with that type of ferocity. Yes. I was late earlier today. I had to go somewhere and it was in my bag in the car and I got about 20 steps away and I thought no. And I went back and got my bag because my precious was in the bag. Hey, guys, there's nothing theoretical about the validity of that ring. That's an official Stanley Cup ring. Is that Gary Bettman? Uh, no. Oh. It's a GM Parisian. Now, it is, well, it's a Stanley Cup ring for an employee, which is just different than Stanley Cup ring for a player. But I knew that going in. Yes, no, it's very true. I didn't claim I'm I had Paul. And the interesting about that era of Oilers hockey, too, uh, Peter Pocklington assigned some rings that were each year. They weren't real diamonds. And Gretzky found out, had gathered them all up, and had the diamonds redone. Yes. So for this era, these diamonds are real. 
So whoever had it was of value to the point that they got real diamonds. Imagine Peter Pocketon. What a ch- what a move, eh? Oh, what man. class by Gretzky, though. Yeah, no, very much so. So, so oh, there you go. So uh, th- that'll be the difference, maybe. As you're saying, when did you purchase this officially? Forty-five minutes after I saw no, it. No, During the day- oh, that's the other moment. It, we were losing in the Islanders game when we bought it, and now we're undefeated since. So again, you're welcome. We were down one nothing. We won three one. I got a question. Now. Go ahead, caller. When you put it in this case, <laughs> could you put like a switch so when you flick it, like lights turn on around it to kind of give it an aura? Well, yeah, you should have a light like, on it so when yeah. you open up the lid, boom. The diamond like sparkle, place. boys. I won't lie yeah. to you. The diamond sparkle when you look at it, like a couple spotlights on this thing wouldn't hurt. Yeah. But how do you attract a cup ring? Using another older, crappier cup ring is bait. Today, a ring no one can wear. And tomorrow, a real now cup you, ring. And now, are you going to go get it cleaned? You think it needs to be cleaned? Well, yeah, I think so for sure. You don't want to clean it, so it's all Chris. So it's because if, if you're a believer in getting like it's that's a, a 1984 85 ring, you want to make it clean so it sparkles again. But this so has never been worn a day in its life. Back. It's never been worn a day. No, 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 no. It's been sitting in this you're, eternal cool you case. You don't know that. That's you're getting now. You're guessing. Well, I'm making things up, yes. but I'm its owner. Mm-hmm. Oh well, there you go. Hey, guys, that's pretty cool, actually. Uh, how would you find out? I'm curious what site this was sold on. eBay. So you just Google out uh, Oilers, Stanley Cup rings. Because I think on eBay, if there's something you want to buy, you can get a notification. Yes, Edmonton Oilers merchandise. Up. So, yes. So and Andrew Smith. Do. Okay. So Andrew Smith, our boy, he was getting notifications. He there, must have. There you have it. Um, uh, are you believing that the orders are back on track to respectability, or are you still cautious? I'm in cup mode. Okay. And the Oilers can either rise to my 1984 level. I think we're back. And if we're not back, I just want to feel that we're back, even if we're not back, just to have that feeling again. Because there's no reason at this exact minute to be sad. No, that's fair. It's Positive Friday. Positive Friday. I will say, in the history of Positive Friday, it's the first time someone has brought in a Stanley Cup ring. From an employee That's of the 1984-85. Yes, a woman Stanley Cup ring from 1984-85. First time ever in the history of the show. So, it's good to make history. It's a legendary move. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, it's bold. I was going to bring it to events and be like, if you want to take a picture with the ring, it's two bucks and all the toonies go to Gregor's grads. And this is worth a photo with $2. You want to be a champion like me? You want to help out Gregor's grads? Toonie ring. Yeah, hey. this is about you, Gregor, and the Stanley Cup too. <laughs> uh, it's a positive Friday edition of the Jason Gregor Show in uh, Sports uh, fourteen forty. Jason Gregor alongside uh, Juan Negrets, new owner. If you haven't, uh, if you're just joining us, uh, new owner of a, a woman's ring. It's authentic. It comes with the whole, it's got all the uh, letter of authenticity and everything like that from uh, 1984, 1985. How much did you buy? Am I allowed to ask? I have no problem telling you. How much you buy it for? Forty five hundred dollars Canadian. Forty five hundred dollars. But surely it'll hold its value. There was somebody on eBay selling Wayne Gretzky's junior high yearbook for twenty six hundred dollars. What? Yes. Yeah, but no one bought it. But it's listed. Yeah, well, listed. Hey. Well, hey, I'm just saying, is this worth two Gretzky yearbooks? Easily, it's gold and diamonds. It comes with a gem report. Oh, this is a great purchase. Forty five hundred. Oh. Do you think that's too much? I have no idea. Honestly, I don't. I have no idea on what would be value. to Because I'll say this. Value for something like this is all in the eyes of the beholder. 
it's all about what, like what you value it at is going to be different. What Connor values at, or I value it at, or, or Grant or Paul or Sarah or Mary, who's ever listening. Everybody has a different level. Like I've seen P I've probably purchased things that people are like, what? Like I bought a piece of art once that, um, you know, maybe got caught up in the moment a little bit too much. And then I was just like, you know, oh, geez, look, you know, because you get to that art place and you go in the room and they sit you down and you're, you know, you're having a few drinks and then they turn the lights on and all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, this thing is amazing. And yeah, I spent more money on that one piece, probably than anything else combined in my house that I've ever owned as far as it's something that, you know, like you don't wear. Will it hold its value? Well, I would hope so. It's a Peter Lick, but I have no idea if it's going to hold its value or not. I don't know who that is. Well, exactly. So I'm not sure. Like, I don't know. He's a pretty renowned, uh, he's a photographer. So it's it's not like he draws it. It's the big grand. That's beautiful. I've seen it at your house. That's a nice. Well, it's big enough. Yeah. But either way, like I remember like, you know, my wife and I purchased it and I was fine. But I do remember like when it got delivered and I'm, you know, I put it up on the wall and it's like, oh yeah, that's really nice. And then all of a sudden I was like, I remember you take your, you know, you get your visa bill and all of a sudden, what the hell's going on here? Then you look, oh geez, I forgot I purchased that. And you're just like, so yeah, you know what? Some people wouldn't. Everybody's going to have something that they value differently than someone else i didn't have an ebay account so i just sign up on the fly as a guest and try to buy this thing and ebay immediately like locks the account because you can't just be rolling in and buying rings so i had to work it out with ebay and then the transaction goes through and then my bank immediately phones me being like some lunatics trying to buy a stanley cup ring on ebay with your money yeah hey are we uh people are asking can we can can you am i allowed to touch the ring can i show it on youtube we'll show it on the uh, youtube channel um, for anybody, of course who's, you uh, can. All the uh, the the YouTube watchers of the show, uh, maybe we'll take a picture. Let's see if I can uh, um, put it up here uh, properly, so uh, everybody will be able to see it. Uh, maybe I'll just put it really close to the camera. No, no, that, then it's too. Uh, Let the light hit the ice. Yeah, the camera doesn't really do it justice because as I put it closer, it gets blurry. So, but yeah, you'll see it. It almost looks like a, you know, it's like a wedding ring. It looks like a child's track Jostin's yearbook photo ring. That's actually very good. That very good description. But Stanley Cup edition, Edmonton Oilers. For all those people out there, remember when you won the 200 meter in, uh, in grade eight? Even short, smaller fingers, grade six. And you're just like, oh, yeah. Right. You come home, you're excited and your parents bought you the ring from Jostin. Well, there, that's, it's kind of what it is, except it's a Stanley Cup ring. And there's no question it's a real ring. Oh, no, it's, it's authentic for sure. <laughs> when we win the cup, you guys are going to be so happy to join me on the other side. Oh, I love it. Uh, we'll take a quick break. And uh, before we do that, it is uh, Positive Friday. It is also the uh, final day to uh, qualify for Help Your Neighbor. That's going to come up after Craig Button. I'm just giving you a warning. So Craig Button's next, then your final chance to qualify for Help Your Neighbor. And on Monday, we will do the draw. And somebody's going to win. Uh, they'll win the prizes for themselves, which, of course, is tickets to the order game on December 8th. And uh, you'll also uh, then get uh, your choice, courtesy of uh, Legacy Heating and Cooling. Uh, what do you want the uh, the Equibee Smart Thermostat uh, installed in your home? You'll get that. Or you can get, as, uh, you get the uh, Google Nest, either one that you want. But then you will gift somebody. A brand new high efficiency furnace comes with all the bells and whistles, right? Comes with the inspection fees, thermostat. They'll dispose and remove of the old furnace, five-year labor, 10-year parts, and a lifetime warranty for the heat exchanger. It's valued more than your ring, Wanya, just so you know. 7000 for this package. So... 
We'll do that on Monday. Your final chance to qualify is coming up in 20 minutes. After Craig Button on the Jason Greger Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. 4.23. Welcome back to the Jason Greger Show on Sports 14.40 Live on Oilers Nation YouTube. I uh, hope you're having yourselves a, a wonderful day. It's time now to get... Uh, it is a Greger Show, always brought to you by PlayAlberta.ca. As we welcome in uh, Craig Button from uh, TSN, former NHL uh, GM and uh, scout, uh, also... Uh, Scout and ace analyst for uh, TSN and uh, him and Wanye Gretz now uh, both owners of uh, of Stanley Cup rings. Uh, Craig, of course, won one as a member of the uh, Dallas Stars in uh, 1999. And uh, Wanye just purchased uh, an employee's uh, 1984-1985 uh, Edmonton Oilers Stanley Cup ring, Craig. So uh, now you guys are uh, both uh, Stanley Cup ring owners. Welcome. It's funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if you saw the Vegas Gold Knights rigs. They were phenomenal. <laughs> but I think that the, if you wanted to get the full replica, it was like $75,000. And the replica, I think just the replica ring was like 3000 right? I mean, it's just, it's, it's made. You know, my, my ring sits in a safe deposit box, Jason. You know, I, I'm not a big jewelry guy. You know, I, I don't wear it. And, you know, it's it, it, it's it's a great symbol and a great memory. I wear it when I'm doing anything with, you know, Dallas Stars related or whatnot. But for the most part, I, I, I don't even wear it. And, you know, it, it's just interesting. But, you know, I saw Craig Cunningham last night at the uh, Calgary Flames game. And Craig's just a wonderful person and works for the Vegas Golden Knights. I said, uh, so you got your ring? You know, that thing you need a forklift to carry it around with you. <laughs> Oh yeah, nowadays they're uh, they're massive. Uh, this one's a little bit smaller. This is uh, an '80s ring. Uh, it was actually yeah. from a female employee's ring, so I don't think it'll. Uh, I don't even think it'll fit on Wanye's baby uh, on his baby finger. No, it wouldn't. But that's yeah, not what it's about. Finger, yeah. It's about you use an old cup ring to lure a new cup to town. It's bait. <laughs> oh, oh, I Wanye. That's uh, that's pretty impressive. There's think, science uh, behind it, sir. <laughs> Well, so, so, so really what it is, is a, it, it, it's like a new bait. It, it's it's what we call Stanley Cup bait. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly it. You're on to something here. You might be able to market this. We need to change <laughs> the discourse. <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you where to go, Wanya. I mean, you're, you're trying to get one. Toronto Maple Leafs fans, I'm telling you, this could be a big seller in Toronto. <laughs> A long time. Uh, Craig, last Friday when we talked to the orders, of course, had uh, lost to the uh, San Jose Sharks. Uh, which was obviously uh, terrible for them, uh, worse for me. But um, the uh, the orders have since uh, won three in a row. They made the coaching change. Well, um, prior to that, of course. At, what what did you make of the coaching change? You've been in the in the like people are like well, just be patient. You know, most of us thought the orders would turn things around, and and obviously they have. And I don't think that the coach is the main reason. Nothing, not taking anything away from Knobloch. But what did you make of the decision? Having sat in a GM's chair before. You know, when you're, I mean, GM coach are always talking, you know, what can we do better? You know, what, what are you thinking about in terms of improvements? What do you, what, what's your idea with, with respect to solutions? And you're, you're in that constant talk and, you know, the coaches are sitting there, they're, they're, they're conversing, trying to find solutions to whatever ails the team. And so, but as the team continues to struggle and continue to come up short, you know, you start to th- you start to ask yourself as a manager because you're talking to the coach. It's not like you're sitting in isolation here. You're talking to the coach, and and you're going, well, wait a second. I'm not seeing any type of uh, you know tangible evidence that things are improving. And coaches, you know, and I may have said this to you previously, Jason. Coaches do not lose 
you know, their place and standing with a team because of X's and O's or systems for the most part, they, they, they lose it because they can't find solutions to the problems. And, you know, sometimes you need to just make a change and, you know, you're, you're hopeful that that coach and, and Jay had had a lot of success trying to, uh, you're, you're hopeful that he can find uh, uh, the solutions, but, but but as you're continuing to fall back and you're, you start to really ask yourself, okay, do we need to make a coaching change? Do we need something different here? Because what to me was becoming evident is that despite Jay searching and, and trying to find those solutions, he, he wasn't finding them or yeah. they certainly weren't getting applied for the team. And listen, I mean, the coaching change decision was made after the San Jose game. Jay and David got to coach another game in uh, in uh, Seattle on the Saturday night, but the but the, the the decision had already been made that they were going to make a coaching change. And you know, I think it's evident. You know, you hear this all the time. Oh well, they're going to need to win tonight to keep their job. Well, Jay won that night, and he wasn't keeping his job. It was already the wheels were well were well were really in, in motion at that point in time. I, I I think that it was a move that based on the expectations of the franchise that uh, was necessary. Jay, Jay was running up against it. And I, and I think from a accountability point of view, a solution point of view, I, I just think that a change became, uh, I think it became necessary. I, I believe I said that the, that the coaching seat was hot in, in Edmonton after Thursday for him it was no longer a seat that he was going to be able to sit in. So you look at the orders now moving forward. I think anybody who watched the games, you know, it was pretty obvious what the issue is. They're leaking goals all over the place, you know, and that's been an issue for a long, long time. And, you know, you can bring a new coach in, uh, you know, Jay Woodcroft had, 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 had kind of stopped that a little bit. Uh, you look at the final 40 games last year in the regular season, the orders are the highest scoring team and they were the fifth best uh, in, in goals against. But then in the playoffs, they gave up too many goals again to start this season. They've gave up way too many goals. So, Chris Knobloch might be the best technical coach in the history of the game. Uh, Craig, he might be the fantastic motivator. But if this player group doesn't collectively decide to play smarter, more consistently, I just don't see how this changes. Well, you've been on that uh, on that beat for a while now, and I, I, I totally agree with you. Are they are, are they as bad as they were through that stretch of games where, where it was just porous defensively? No. Are, are they as good as they were down the stretch last year for, you know, with where, where everything was humming along? I, and I don't think the answer to that is yes. So you start to look at, you, you're right. And, and so where I come back to it, Jason, how good is this group of players? How good is the group of players? We know that the top end is, is fantastic and terrific. There's no question. But Bruce, Bruce Cassidy said, our third and fourth lines beat Edmonton in the playoffs last year. Our third and fourth lines beat the Oilers. The, the Oilers don't have a third and fourth line. They, they, they simply don't. So when you get up, can, can they make the playoffs? Yeah. Can they win around the playoffs? Yeah. We've seen that because not 29 and 97 are great players. And everybody else can ride that wave. But when you get up against the really, really good teams with depth, I, I, I don't think the Oilers are, are, are built to do that. I don't think they're constructed uh, to do that. And, and that and, and that is where you talk about and, and you're right the players have to put in the, the time and the effort and, and, and be dedicated to it Rick talking now is talking about buy-in with the Vancouver Canucks defensively buy-in and that's I, I think that's the term it's a common for, uh, uh, term used in hockey and and, and the buy-in's got to be all the time I, I thought the other night against the Islanders like 
uh, I thought they were lucky to win that game because their buy-in in that game wasn't very good. It wasn't very good. Was it uh, – no, sorry, the Seattle game. Not yeah, the Seattle game, game yeah. The, the Seattle game. Their buy-in was terrible. I mean, I mean, they were – in my view – hey, listen, take the two points, run with it. And for Chris Knobloch and the coaching staff, they now – hey, wait a second, we can't play like this. We, we, if we think we're going to get away with that, we're, we, we got something uh, – we're delusional. And, you know, they gave up lots of different rush chances and grade-A danger chances – you can't do that. And, and, and that's not even, I mean, the Seattle Kraken are not even a top team. No, oh, no, it's uh, it's been an issue for sure. Um, looking around to some other teams, Craig, the Washington Capitals, man, who the Oilers face in the, the final game on this road trip. The Capitals being banged up. Uh, Nick Baxter had a step away from the game, uh, might never play again comes out of their lineup. Uh, their power play is 7.7%. TJ Oshie has one assist. Yet here they are. They're like dominating at eight, four, and three. What do you make of the uh, the Washington Capitals? And is this just a hot run, or is this a veteran team that you think can uh, can compete for a playoff spot? I would say. Well, I mean, it, it's pretty impressive. You know, I I think there's a couple answers I have to this. I mean, they're a team that has some capability, and I mean, they're getting some good goaltending, some timely scoring. They remember the Eastern Conference two years ago when everybody had a hundred points and, and you know, the, the Eastern conference isn't that, it, isn't, isn't at that level anymore. So that gives teams that like the Washington Capitals that had some injuries, like, like teams such as the Pittsburgh Penguins who struggled a little bit early on, you know, a chance to get back into the hunt. Uh, I don't think they're good enough to make the playoffs. I, I, I don't, I think it'll ultimately catch up to them. I don't think they're deep enough. I think that they've been able to find a way to be competitive in games. Uh, you know, Spencer Carberry's done a really nice job. Kirk Muller and Mitch Love are there with them. And, you know, this was a team under Peter Laviolette last year that missed the playoffs and were competitive. Do I think the Caps will be competitive? Yes, I do. But when I start to look, I don't think they're as good as Pittsburgh. I don't think they're as good as New Jersey. I don't think they're as good as Carolina or the New York Rangers. Well, that leaves them fighting for the second wild card. Can they be in that hunt down the stretch? Perhaps, but but I don't I don't think they have enough depth uh, to be able to, to to carry it through. Craig Button from uh, TSN joins us. Um, you mentioned uh, Rick Tockett and the uh, Vancouver Canucks. Uh, I know they lost to Calgary last night, but you know, like their top end guys are are their best players right now. Are their best players? Their goalie's playing great. Quinn Hughes, Elias Pettersson, JT Miller, one, two, three in league scoring. I um, and when your best players, are your best players, you're going to win. Um, the, the Canucks are going to come back down to earth a bit. I still think they're a playoff team. But when you look at them, Craig, um, what impresses you most about them outside of their top guys? And then secondly, what do you think the area that uh, Alvin's going to be looking at improving between now and the deadline? I think if he can improve the blue line, you know, if he could add a little bit of size back there, a little bit of an improvement on where they're at. I mean, they made strides in that area. I mean, Ian Cole's a big-time competitor. He's a bottom pair defenseman. You know, Carson Soucy's out right now, bottom pair defenseman. But Philip Ronick is, is, is a really good player that can play in your top four. You know, if they can get another player, another defenseman in there that can play top four minutes, and I'm talking really hard, important top four minutes, I, I think that can go a long ways, you know, towards, you know, solidifying their team and strengthening their team. One of the things watching them, and I was at the game last night in Calgary, one of the things, and, and Rick Tockett, 
you know, really has them playing a really strong defensive system. Yeah. They don't give up very much. They cut they cut the ice in half. They stack the middle. They say, you can have the puck all you want on the outside and, you know, keep it there. So when you're watching them play, and, and, and he's used the term buy-in. He, Rick Tockett's word first thing, he goes, you know what, we, we bought into what we want to do. And, and and they do it. I mean, they were they were a little bit tired last night. Rick acknowledged it after the game. You're going to have nights like that. They they were waiting for the Calgary Flames to fumble and, and stumble, and they got the one nothing lead because of that. But then Calgary played a really good game. But I, you know, you got Demko. You've had you've had you've had improvements on the blue line incrementally, and and the top end part of their of the forward group is really really good. And 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 actually, you know, we talk about. Pedersen, JT Miller's been excellent. Brock Besser's been excellent. You know, they have some weight. Hoaglander, you know, giving some weight down the, down the lineup. We know Kuzmenko's a good player. They got some balance in that group, too. And, and you know, the other thing about uh, about their team, they have some weight and they have some some ability to to, to push you and, and, and grind you. And, you know, I think that's a recipe for success, not only in the regular season, but once the playoffs begin. How high, like, what do you think is going to happen in Ottawa, Craig, with DJ Smith? How long before a change is coming? It just seems like, you know, he's just on the, kind of just walking the fence, and it's only a matter of time. Or am I, am I misreading that situation? Uh, I, I totally agree with you. Uh, you know, you watched the game yesterday. I mean, they're up 4 nothing, and then defensively, it's just... It's oh, a, it's it, tire it's, I, I don't even know what to call it. I mean, it's... Edmonton uh, Oilers it's defense, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy of errors, right? And, you know, it, it, it's a team that I think is more than capable. And, you know, when you look at structure and you look at, you know, defensive posture and positioning and how you play, and, and it's not just the defensemen, it, it's everybody working in that regard. And in, in the defensive zone, I, I, I think they're, they're real. And, and I thought there was some improvements early, but it doesn't seem to be cemented. That's on the coach. It's the coach's job to instill systems of team play that give you a chance, whether it be the penalty kill, defensive play. Those are areas under the control of the coach. So what I see right now is a, is a team that doesn't have very good structure, and uh, it feels to me the same way as it feels to you, that, that DJ Smith's, uh, you know, that they're going to have to evaluate the, the coaching position there. Because I think the team is more than capable of, uh, of, of being in the playoffs. And I think that others feel that way as well. Craig, Bo Wakey orders a top prospect. Uh, Robin Brownlee reporting uh, earlier today that uh, he's done for the season. Shoulder injury today. Uh, you know, I'm not sure uh, you know, uh, where he would have been if he would have had a realistic shot at the World Junior Team this year, not at 18. But, uh, you know, a big blow. And, you know, when you look at key development years for young players you know that's just a terrible one for him it's it's november 17th and his season's over it is he 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 didn't have a chance at the world junior team this year he, he and, and that's not a criticism it's just yeah. you know he's 18 years old he's not ready for that level yet yeah but you know when you think about rehabbing an injury at the same time you're trying to develop you know that's a it's a real it's it, 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 it's it's a setback it, yeah. is it something that it, it is long-term Henry? I don't think so. I mean, it, he, he's a good skater. He handles the puck really well, and and and, and all the different parts of, of of his game that you that you that you really kind of are attracted to. And certainly, you you don't want to see a player, uh, you know, go out with an injury. But you know, I I don't think it's something 
it's disappointing. It's disappointing first and foremost for the player. And and, and now you got to ramp up and, and get that shoulder healthy and, and get ready to come back and play because, you know, you, these players missed and, and players in Ontario missed a lot of time. Yes. They missed 18 months of playing time. Mm-hmm. And, and Bo was in that category. So th- it's 18 months because of COVID. And now you're looking at another six months, right? So that's two years of, of, of development time that certainly sets you back a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Craig, great stuff, man. Uh, have yourself an awesome weekend. Uh, we will chat with you on next Friday. Your T-shirt reminds me of, the, of Satrelli's from Sopranos. Oh, yeah. Well, that's Satrelli's. No, it's Scranton from uh, The Office. I know, I know what it is, but I, <laughs> I, I always think of Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we run in different circles, Craig. We run in different circles. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> yeah, have a good one. That's uh, Craig Button from uh, TSN. It's Pause of Friday. It's your final chance to qualify for Help Your Neighbor. Very easy. We're going to start how we ended it. The word positive. Text the word positive with your name. 833-401-1440. 833-401-1440. Your name and the word positive. You got to spell it correctly. And uh, you could qualify and help your neighbor and gift somebody. Because on Monday's the draw. You're going to be the last person to qualify. You can get in. You can win a high-efficiency furnace courtesy of Legacy Heating and Cooling, and we'll give it away to somebody who really needs it in your inner circle. Next, on the Jason Greger Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Welcome back, Boss of Friday. How are you? Jason Greger, Wanya Gretz, Connor Halley with you on Sports 1440 Live and Oilers Nation YouTube, where the uh, the pitcher, has, uh, if you want to see the ring, ooh, uh, lots of uh, lots of texts coming in uh, wanting to see the ring, so... This is like uh, might have to start calling you Gollum from now on. We'll uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, this is the final day of Help Your Neighbor, where uh, you can win uh, prizes for yourself. A if you if you get through today, uh, you get the uh, Sports fourteen forty hat. You will also have the Google Nest installed or the Echo B Smart Thermostat, courtesy of Legacy Heating and Cooling. You'll have a pair of seats, lower bowl, where the orders attack twice on Friday, December eighth. Orders home game against the Wild. And then, most importantly, you will be gifting to someone that does not live with you. They can't, you can't give this to your spouse or your partner. They have to reside in a different house. They have to own their home. They have to live within 100 kilometers of Edmonton. It will be a high-efficiency Goodman 96% Energy Star furnace with the uh, Honeywell thermostat. Comes uh, all the permits and inspection fees, removal and disposal of their old furnace, Five-year labor, 10-year parts, and the uh, lifetime heat exchanger warranty. All courtesy of Legacy Heating. We're going to give that away on Monday. And Robert, you are the final qualifier today. Congratulations. How are you doing? Yeah, thank you. That's awesome. It's a big pause of Friday for you, my man. You get the new hat uh, automatically, and then you go into the draw. Uh, we've had a month now. You've been thinking about it. Do you have anyone that you know who needs a furnace? Well, probably either my dad or my sister. I'd have to check to see who needs it most. All right. Well, yeah. Might have to get you some beers in return. So you see what your negotiating skills are over the weekend. Do some research because on Monday, if we call your name, you'll be winning and they'll be winning. All right? Perfect. Thank you. There you go. It's uh, it's that easy. So the uh, draw will come in on Monday. Looking forward to that. So there you go. Now. Let's get to uh, five questions brought to you by The Brick. And uh, right now, The Brick, uh, they have the uh, the guarantee. They're committed that their, black, uh, their Brick's holiday pricing is the best you can get. 
if by chance you purchase something and you find a lower price, they will match it and refund you the difference. Boxing Day prices, Black Friday Day prices. Whew, it's pretty sweet. Check it out at the brick and the brick.com. It's time for five questions on the Jason Greger Show. All right, guys, question number one for you. Of course, Connor Brown returning to the lineup tomorrow. He's one of a couple Oilers that have yet to score a goal this season. So the Oilers who haven't scored yet, who is going to be the first to light the lamp? I'll go with Derek Ryan. I love me some Derek Ryan hockey, and I love me some Derek Ryan goals. I think one's due. Well, that's fair. There are there are definitely a, a few Oilers uh, sitting with the, uh, the goose eggs right now. Um... There's Brown, and then there's uh, Broberg, uh, Lavoie, Hamlin, Ryan, McLeod, Cody Cece. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the low-hanging fruit. I think uh, Connor Brown's the obvious one. Um, I actually thought Brown's game, if you go back and look at the numbers, uh, the last five games before he tweaked his groin, uh, his everything in his game was coming around except offense, and that was on the third line. I think um, he'll uh, he'll give a little bit of a boost, a little bit of extra speed on that uh, top line, so I think Brown will be the first. Question number two, I've asked uh, the, sh- the show, the panel, about Coach Knobloch already, but when you look at Paul Coffey and the team's play defensively since he's arrived, uh, what has stood out to you? Well, to me, the most noticeable one is uh, the real big emphasis on just they're moving the puck quicker. You see it like it's a real point of emphasis from Coffey, and, and I've seen that. Um, I just, I think, they like, Nurse can really skate. Right, Brett Kulak's a fantastic skater. Broberg, when he ends, obviously he's a good skater. The other guys are decent skaters. None of them are terrible skaters by any stretch. But you just see a bigger emphasis. Like, watch Vincent DeHarnay, how they're trying to have him not just throw the puck away. They're- Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. That's the sound of another sale on Shopify. In store. Shopify POS is everything you need to sell in person. From payments to inventory, Shopify unites your sales into one commerce platform. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash retail 23. Shopify.com slash retail 23. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Looking to make plays. I would think that uh, the Paul Coffey memes are in great, like, much better situation now that he's behind the bench. Before, we weren't really getting a lot of good Paul Coffey laughs. Now we're having a good time. So that's been an improvement. 
lighting the mood in the room. Uh, question number three, of course, we've got the NHL Global Series going on right now in Sweden. Where do you think would be an ideal spot for them to land perhaps, perhaps next year? It would be awesome to see them play a game that, of course, would never happen, but in Reykjavik, Iceland, because I think that's one of the coolest places in the world, and seeing the NHL go over there and play an outdoor game in, like, the cool fjords with all the geothermal steam coming up, that would be amazing. I'm going to go with Bratislava. Any particular reason? Um, Well, I have a few friends from there, number one. Um, Also, uh, it might be one of the most attractive cities, not just the city itself, but the people in the city that uh, you've ever been to. So uh, I will say Bratislava. Question number four. Who's winning the Grey Cup on Sunday? What's the score? And what song does Green Day lead off with at halftime? I had to Google who was in the Grey Cup, so I know the answer. And the answer is the Winnipeg Blue Bombers are going to win mm-hmm. because they came up first in Google. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. What about Green Day? I didn't Google them. Time of your life, I suppose. They love to play that song at oh, all the no. events. That would be... That's too slow. Slow it down for the Grey Cup? <laughs> Let's just think about it. Think about all the times we've had. Like, I'm trying to think. Well, I, I, think, the bomber, I think the Bombers are going to win by... Thirty-one eighteen, and honestly, I, I'm trying to think of a Green Day song. American Idiot at the CFL Championship. Yeah, um, so poignant. Yeah, I, honestly, I don't know. Like, is is Know Your Enemy a good one to to play? Probably not. Like, I don't like. I like some of Green Day songs, but yeah, which one they're playing first? Yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe I'll just go with Burnout. Cons, what about you? What do you think they're playing? Oh, well, I mean, like, I I feel like a snob when I say this, but I, I don't enjoy their newer stuff. I'm more yeah, of a they got fan a, of... Their like, older stuff, 100%. Like 1997 and, and before that, yes. maybe like Basket Case, Welcome to Paradise. I, I love Hitching a Ride, Longview, so one of those, but I bet it will be like a holiday or something. You know what they should play is Enter Sandman. Wild card. That'd be amazing. Green Day played Enter Sandman. Woo! Final question for you guys. Hypothetical Friday. If you could afford a live-in maid or butler, would you want one? This isn't hypothetical for me. I have a live-in butler. Wanya Jr., and he's three years old, and he is not good at his job. He gets distracted easily, and he hasn't answered the door in weeks. Yeah, like, my house isn't big enough. What's a butler? There's no benefit for me for a butler. Um, and uh, Or a maid. To me, if I was having one, I'd want a chef. Like a chef, Ooh. like that's something that I could really um, benefit from and enjoy. That's so cool. yeah, I would uh, I would take a chef. Now, you know, my wife might be screaming because she does most of the cooking, but so that would be a benefit to her too. And she's a very good cook. But um, I just think a chef. Like I make all I make breakfast all the time. That's kind of my thing. Obviously, I work till six. So I can't really make dinner. But um, uh. A chef is just like, I would just love to see the different things the chef would make. And I would, you know, plus you could have, hey, make me like super healthy food all the time. It'd be awesome. Cons? No, I don't think so. I don't, I don't want them living with me. Like if, if, oh, yeah, <laughs> if yeah. they were to come in maybe a couple of days a week, clean up, okay, you know, here and there I would, but I, I don't think I'd want them living with me. Granted, Ashley and I are in a condo right now, so it'd be a little snug. You'd have to, or she'd have to sleep on the couch, and that might be a little tight. So, uh, right now, no. But 
hey, we're moving soon. So maybe, maybe it'd be a nice little thing to have. I'd want my butler to live with me and I'd want him to maintain eye contact with me at all times. And if he ever, if I ever looked and he wasn't looking at me, you're fired. Keep an eye on the big prize at all times, I'd tell him. Mm. I like it. Uh, I like it a lot. Now, um, before we go, it is Pause of Friday. And um, bef- before we go to break, um, last, uh, last summer, um, we had uh, came on the old station on uh, on 1260. Um, you know, we used to do story time and we get lots of different people on the show. And um, guy who became a friend of mine, um, you know, he had uh, played uh, for the Rush. Uh, and then he was actually a color commentator with me uh, for many years, uh, Johnny Maurice. Um, Johnny in the uh, summer of uh, 2020. Um, that's when he kind of had his first diagnosis and then ended up having... Uh, Metastic uh, collectoral, uh, uh, colorectal cancer. Um, Johnny was only uh, 39 years of age, and he uh, unfortunately uh, passed away earlier this week. And on uh, Pause of Friday, uh, I just want to send our thoughts out to uh, his, uh, his parents, Ron and Barb, uh, his brother Dave, um, his lovely wife Jamie, uh, their two young kids, uh, American Afton. It's, uh, life can be very unfair at times to say the least. And I just wanted you to listen. Um, John had, you know, when, when he was on the show this past summer, uh, you know, he, he knew that, you know, this day was coming, unfortunately. Um, Johnny passed away uh, earlier this week, but uh, he kind of knew uh, this day was coming. And just as a reminder on a pause of Friday to listen to what Johnny said then about kind of how he changed his mindset, uh, realizing, you know, what his diagnosis was. Basically, it's cards you're dealt. Okay. It's like you, you, you're dealt a, a crappy hand from whomever dealt you the hand. And you you got to play them as best as you can. And I will play this card and this hand as much as I can. I mean, whether it's good or bad, the outcome, um, I, I will play it. And like I said, uh, it, it is very isolating, like you were, you were alluding to, about being alone. And there's sometimes I have to stay home from my, my son's game, which it really hurts. But thankfully, I have an incredible support network. My in-laws... Uh, Don Shirley and and also my uh, my my dad like Ron you've already talked to him and my my wife uh, sorry not my wife sorry my mother uh, Barb uh, she's been incredibly uh, helpful throughout this whole experience so so uh, to the entire Maurice family our thoughts go out here. Let's get to uh, the con man on a sports fourteen forty update. Brought to you by Edmonton Kubota. Snow's coming. And uh, to relieve your stress, they have uh, all great snow removal products and all the accessories at EdmontonKubota.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. That's the sound of another sale on Shopify. In store. Shopify POS is everything you need to sell in person. From payments to inventory, Shopify unites your sales into one commerce platform. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash retail 23. Shopify.com slash retail 23.